What is going on, guys? And welcome to another episode of the Lean365 podcast. So we're finally out here in Dubai and settled. Uh, it's been a bit of a stressful last last couple of months, really, but um, I've actually managed to get myself into an apartment now, um, permanently, at least for a year anyway. Got most of the things sorted that need to be sorted, and now I'm just looking forward to getting fully stuck into uh, my routine, my new structure, and essentially my new life, really. like I think that you know, something that we really preach to clients at FitLab is getting that routine locked in place and, and building a structure so that everything just starts to become a lot more simple. And kind of coming back to Dubai, it's taking me a bit of time to adjust with the time frames again. Um, obviously, the, sorry, the time difference with the four hour uh, time difference that we get out here in Dubai and just building back my kind of evening routine. I was going to bed at like 12 o'clock, 1am for the first week whilst I was out here. I was completely shut off and then getting up at like 10 for me, that is literally my worst nightmare because I feel if I get up at like nine, 10 o'clock that I just feel horrendous. I feel like I've just lost the day instantly. Even if I got up at 10 and I still got straight into work, I just feel like I've completely lost the day because I like to think I'm a morning person. I believe that getting up early just makes me feel so much better. And now I've kind of got that back in place again. Um, I'm already feeling the benefits from doing that. I've got my routine down now where I like to get up. I like to get that initial morning routine in place. And then I like to just go and train nice and early because the advantage that I also get here is that where I do have uh, four hours in front of the UK, it means that a lot of the, a lot of our clients are sleeping uh, when I'm up in the morning. So essentially it's a time for me, just time for myself. Um, I can put that morning routine in place. And then uh, what I like to do now is go straight to the gym after I've had meal one, when I've got that, that's gone down. Um, and then I like to get that session in and then come back. And then by the time I get back, that's when clients are just starting to wake up in the UK. So then I can start to respond to messages, have some conversations and do things like that um, if I need to do that. So that seems to be working for me very, very nicely now. And um, yeah, essentially kind of a bit of a, a bit of a structure that I can rely on. So in today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about what I believe to be makes a great coach. Now, I feel like this is a really good episode for the time of year that we're in now, um, mainly because this is a time when a lot of people do start looking at their fitness goals a lot more seriously. They do start potentially looking at what options they've got from a coaching perspective, where to invest their hard-earned money. And, you know, I want to make sure that people are putting it into the right things. And this is not, this is not a podcast to blow smoke my way to say, come and sign up with FitLab. I'm the best coach in the world. That is not the case. Um, but at the same time, there's a lot of coaches now that are trying to get into the fitness industry. There's a lot of personal trainers. There's a lot more online coaches than there used to be. Um, and I think the quality of coaching is very mixed. So uh, I believe that there are certain qualities that will make a very, very good coach. And I think it's something that people need to be aware of because the last thing you want to do is you know, put your faith into someone, um, put your trust into someone um, and into a program um, and actually work with someone who's not actually that experienced, you know, hasn't really done that much coaching face to face. It's just kind of, you know, got into reasonably good shape and then decided that they want to try and coach people um, to help them because there is a lot that goes into transformation coaching. There really is. Um, you know, it's not just as simple as writing out someone a diet plan and uh, you know, give, yeah, giving them a list of foods to eat and giving them a training program and that's as far as it goes. There's a lot of mindset, there's a lot of psychology, there's a lot of understanding that's needed behind the journey, behind how a client's going to feel. Uh, and that's something that takes a long time to develop. And I feel like with what we do at FitLab now, it's something that we really are starting to get into place massively. So this episode is just hopefully going to be a bit of an eye opener for some people so that they can start to really think about 
um, where they want to invest their money if they are looking to get a coach and really like some of those qualities that I believe to be are super important. So we'll get straight stuck into it. So the first thing that I think that makes a fantastic coach and for some context, this isn't just going to be about fitness coaching, okay? This is just coaching in general. I have a lot of coaches in my life. I work with, or I have worked with, um, a mindset coach who I'm still working one-to-one with at the moment. I've worked with multiple business coaches. I've worked with multiple fitness coaches. Um, I've worked with a sleep coach. <laughs> I've worked with a nutritionist. You know, I've invested a lot into my health, fitness, education to get me to where I am today. So I believe that I have a good idea of what to look out for from a coaching perspective. So the points that I'm about to give aren't just necessarily towards investing into a fitness coach, transformation coach, just generally looking into coaching and kind of what I believe to be make up those qualities of a successful and good coach. Um, So the first thing without a doubt is practicing what you preach, practicing what they preach as a coach. Now, this is going to come in so many different ways. I mean, if we think of it from a physical perspective, if we're going along the lines of a personal trainer and a fitness coach, then I just find it so frustrating and I'm just so against coaches not being in good physical shape when they are essentially trying to get clients to that position. That is their goal. They are, they've been hired to help a client improve their physical health and they actually don't have fantastic physical health themselves. Now, there's obviously a big spectrum towards what is good health. This is not just me saying you need to have a six pack. I think there's obviously going to be a spectrum with that. It's going to depend on what sort of clients that coach coaches. But at the same time, I think any personal trainer or any fitness coach, online coach that is coaching in the realm of body transformation is essentially trying to get someone to lose weight and to improve how they look, to build muscle mass. I think it is a little bit of a disgrace to not be in good shape. And we can just relate this back to so many things. You know, essentially, you're not going to go and see a dentist if they had crooked and yellow teeth. You know, you're not going to go and see a doctor that's got extremely bad health. It's about really looking at what is it that you want from that person? And is that person an actual representation to that? Because if someone is not in shape, then I don't understand how they can preach and how they can instruct and tell people how to do something that they have not achieved themselves it's like a fallacy so it really is something that I'm massively against and I think that it's so important to really show and hold the standard that your clients are trying to achieve I want my clients and I want everyone at FitLab to look up to myself and to look up to Dan and think you know what like these guys are in great shape they really preach and practice the lifestyle that I want to live and have that balance and generally just have all the qualities and traits from a physical perspective, um, that they are looking to try and achieve as well. So I think that's probably, if I'm honest, the number one thing that I think is important from a coach. Whatever that coach is that you are trying to hire for that particular reason, I think it is important that they practice what they preach um, and they have done what you are trying to achieve. And this is exactly the same when I'm looking to hire a coach. But if I'm looking at hiring a business coach, then I'm not going to hire a business coach that's got a crap business. You know, every time I've hired a business coach, it's someone that's done what I want to do to a much higher scale, to a much higher standard. And they have the qualities I believe that they can teach me for me to be able to get my business to that level. And it's exactly the same with fitness coaching. I think that the body that you are wanting to achieve, the result that you are wanting to achieve, has that coach actually got that result? And if that's a six pack, 
then that coach should have a six pack or at least have had a six pack at some point. Because again, otherwise, how do they know the process of getting to that position? Because I'm telling you, it's not as easy as people think. You just drop your calories and you're going to get a six pack. It's not like that. So you need to really think about that result that you want. And is that coach actually living and breathing that lifestyle that you want to live? Like I deliberately try and show people that I'm in good shape. I don't, I don't believe that I'm uh, what's the word materialistic with that in terms of, you know, I like to constantly post pictures of myself topless. I do sometimes I like to, I like to show people that I am in good shape all year round. But at the same time, I also like to show people the balance that I have. I like to show people when I go out. I like to show people when I have a few drinks, when I eat some, you know, off plan food. I like to really show the entire lifestyle that comes behind what I do, because I believe that's what people look up to. Okay, if I just literally put on my story that I ate chicken, broccoli, and rice all the time, and I do put that on my story sometimes because I also like to think, I also like to show people that I am very, uh, you know, healthy with my food a lot of the time. But if I just did that all the time and I showed absolutely zero balance, then I think, again, people are going to find it very hard to buy into me because they're not going to want that lifestyle. So for me, it's about showing the balance, it's about showing the lifestyle, and it's about living and breathing exactly what the client is also looking to try and do. So having the kind of qualities that that client is wanting to achieve. And I believe we do that very well at FitLab. I believe that um, I do that. And I also believe that Dan's a good example of that as well. Because put it this way, I would not have uh, had Dan join me in the brand and, and get involved with FitLab if he wasn't in good physical shape himself and carry himself to a very, very, very good standard and kind of show the balance and the traits that I just mentioned there. Um, the other thing that I would really be looking at when it comes to that is has that coach worked with people like yourself as well? I think that's a very important trait to consider. So if I'm looking to hire a coach, then I want to see that they have actually worked with people like me in a similar position to where I started and have helped them actually get to the result that I want to achieve. So obviously there's lots of different types of people, especially in transformation coaching, in, in personal training, all that kind of stuff. Hundreds of different types of people with different types of goals, male, female, some people wanting to get photo shooting, some people just wanting to simply improve the confidence and just drop a few kilos. You know, there's lots of different kind of levels that we can work towards. So I think it's important that when you're looking to hire a coach, have they worked with people kind of a bit like yourself wanting to achieve that same goal? If you just want to lose a few pounds and that's it, literally just get a little bit more confidence, maybe wear some of those clothes that you haven't worn for a long time, then that's fair enough. You don't necessarily need to work with a coach that's you know producing results with guys getting six packs every single week. It's about finding a coach that's kind of doing the sort of thing that that you want to do essentially doing the coaching the type of people that you want to be uh the result you want to achieve as well so i think that's something that's very very important the next thing which again i would probably put up there if not at the top very 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 close to the top is the consistency in high quality results that that coach is producing and when i say results i do not just mean a screenshot of i feel great today i got out of bed and i you know went to the gym today, that's a win. That's not a result. I'm talking a very, very good before and after photo. Most of the time, that's probably the easiest way to, to see whether someone has is, is, is progressed. Has that coach produced results time after time after time of people in your position or similar to your position that have gone through the program and got that result? Results speak absolute volumes in the coaching game, in any form of coaching game, no matter what it is, whether it's business coaching, whatever, the result is always going to speak absolute volumes. So I think it's so important for a coach to be able to show that they have got that client the result. Because 
if a coach is just in shape and they have the trait of being in fantastic shape, but they haven't actually got clients the result, then again, I don't think that's a very great combination because at the same time, you know, that coach could just have extremely good genetics or he could live a very sort of boring lifestyle that he doesn't promote much on his Instagram. But just because he's got a six pack, people are thinking, oh, well, this guy must know what he's talking about. Not at all. If that coach is in good shape, but they also are producing consistent, high quality results time after time after time, and you're seeing people go through the program and drop 20, 30 kilos and get into incredible condition, looking again at the goal that you're trying to achieve, that condition that you want to achieve, then again, that's a very good sign that that coach is for you. And I believe to be, that is, is probably one of the biggest things that's helped FitLab grow to where it is today. Without a doubt, I have just consistently made sure that our clients get good results. Obviously, I wouldn't say I'm a novice when it comes to business. I like to think I've learned a lot throughout the years. I like to think I've developed, um, you know, kind of as an entrepreneur and stuff like that. But at the same time, I have just really focused consistently on getting results with clients. That has been the one thing that I've always tried to achieve with every single client that comes on the program, get them the result that they want, make sure they are happy, that if they end up leaving the program, they will speak nothing but good things about FitLab and what they've done. And essentially, I think that's helped us be able to, to have, uh, you know, the amount of clients that we've got um, and to have worked with the amount of clients that we've got and have the success that we've had because we have consistently got very, very good results. And I don't see that many coaching programs or coaches have the amount of results that we have at FitLab. And that's not me being arrogant or big-headed. I know I'm not the best coach in the world, like I said at the start of this podcast but at the same time I believe that we do have something quite special with the kind of results that we produce time after time after time all year round consistently so I think it's something again that is very important if you are looking to hire a coach make sure they have got consistent results with what you want to achieve okay if you want a six-pack if you want to get shredded for your holiday um, has that coach achieved that with another client you know if you want to be lean all year round and know that you can kind of maintain that result has that coach done that with other clients as well that you know are still in shape after the program it's easy just to get someone in shape during an eight-week period and then see them fail afterwards but you know do a little bit more research really dig into things maybe message some of the uh people that have been on the program especially if you've got a few kind of friends that might know them or you're kind of people that you've potentially spoken to before drop them a message see how they're feeling see what they've kind of experienced in the program and then that way you get a much better understanding of whether that program is going to be for you. So that's that one. The next one is going to be knowledge in that field, experience in that field. Again, when we're looking at high quality coaching, that is going to be so, so important. And when I say knowledge and experience, I don't mean a coach needs to go to university and have done a freaking master's in nutrition to be able to be a good coach. If anything, a lot of these overqualified coaches are actually very poor coaches because they try and teach overcomplicated bullshit uh, to normal people that really couldn't give a shit. Uh, so essentially what I mean by knowledge in that field is how's that coach kind of had the experience over the years of, again, living that lifestyle, you know, have they read a lot of things? Have they listened to a lot of podcasts? Have they read a lot of books? And you will be able to tell based off their content and what they talk about and, and how they come across as to whether that coach has got the knowledge and the experience. Because I think, especially with how social media is now, right, where it's very like video based, it's very real based, like you can kind of see as to whether someone is actually 
chatting complete bullshit or whether they're very confident and composed when they're speaking on, on camera and when they're talking about something with genuine passion, you know, and is the stuff they're talking about actually relating back to you, you know, like some of the subjects, some of the things that are covered, is that stuff that feels very relevant? Is that knowledge that you think, oh, wow, like, actually, I didn't know that. That's proper knowledge and experience. And again, I think that's a huge trait that coaches should have. They should be able to really express that knowledge and experience that people are looking for. And again, it's something that I believe that we have got within, within FitLab. I could not tell you every single bone in the human body. I could not tell you, you know, how to rehab your ACL. That is not an area that I am massively experienced in. Of course, I've got basic knowledge when it comes to anatomy and physiology and all these things, but that is not what I believe to be my speciality. What I have got a speciality in and what we do specialize in at FitLab is the body transformation realm and getting people into world-class shape and them knowing how to stay there, really looking at proper nutrition, real-life nutrition, effective training, maximizing your time in the gym, actual lifestyle solutions. Um, that is what we specialize in at FitLab. So I believe if you are more of a generalist of a coach and you just have a little bit of knowledge in each area, that's not gonna be enough these days. I think being a specialist in your field is super important. And as I say, I would not try and you know, coach someone towards, I say, oh, I was going to say I wouldn't try and coach someone towards doing a marathon, but actually now I've really uh, expanded my knowledge massively within the running realm. So actually I probably, well, I am coaching a couple of clients towards marathons and I feel very, very, very confident in doing that. So um, what I would say is if someone came to me and said, look, Chris, I've just, uh, you know, injured my, uh, like I've, I've torn my ACL or something like that, I would say, look, I'm not going to be able to rehab you in this position. That's not something that I specialize in. Unfortunately, you're going to have to, you know, I would probably try and recommend them to another coach. So I think being a specialist in your field is super important when it comes to coaching as well and actually trying to find that coach that is a real specialist for what you're looking for. And the next thing is going to be being personable and actually being a likable person as well. Now, this is going to be different towards every single person. So I'm not going to say that every single person in this world is going to look at me and think, I like this guy. He looks cool. I click with him. Absolutely not. If every single person likes you, then you're probably doing something wrong and you're probably not showing your full personality and you're probably just trying to impress everyone and not actually showing the real you. So there are going to be some haters and there's going to be some people that probably just don't like your vibe and your style and that is absolutely fine. But I think that you should feel like you click and you have a good kind of vibe about that particular person, that coach. And I believe that's a lot, a lot of clients that FitLab have between myself and Dan. Um, they think we're very sort of hopefully likable people, friendly people, we come across in the right way. And again, we're kind of clicked with us in terms of personalities. And, you know, this is why I always, always do calls with potential clients before they join the program. I will never take uh, someone on without actually getting on a call with them because I want to make sure firstly that I like them and I see that they're going to be a good fit for the program. I'm not just going to take anyone on the program now because it's not worth it for me and Dan. But at the same time, I want to make sure they like us. I want to make sure they get a good vibe about myself. They think that I am the correct person to take them to exactly to where they want to be. So that's why that initial call that we do at FitLab now, that kind of um, consultation call is super important to make sure that that person actually feels like I'm the right one. So if you're looking to hire a coach, 
You just need to make sure that you like that person. Make sure that you feel like you click with them. You're going to be the right fit for them, the program, and you just generally get good vibes. Like always trust your gut feeling. If you don't think that person is going to be the person for you, then I would trust that and potentially try and find another option. And I can tell that's probably happened before with myself. There's some calls that haven't quite gone to plan. We've not potentially got on as well as what we thought of. And, you know, hopefully that person has then gone away and found another coach. So that's a very, very important trait. And what I'm going to close on here is a bit of an interesting one, really. So this is something that I end up speaking to people a lot about, okay? And that is kind of personal training versus online coaching. Now, I can't even tell you the amount of people that I have spoken to uh, that have joined the program and have come from a personal training kind of, you know, background or experience PT, and it's just not been for them. So I wanted to cover that a little bit. And I also wanted to, you know, bring some light on that and actually give some positives towards personal training as well. As I say, this is a very balanced podcast. I'm not saying come and join the program, come and join FitLab. I want to give a very balanced and honest and transparent view on coaching in general. So that's why I would like to go into kind of the PT versus online coaching thing. Now, essentially, when we're looking at personal training and having done a personal training background as well, I know exactly how things work. And I know kind of how most personal trainers work as well. And that's not to say all, I'm not going to literally say that every single one is the same. But I know how the majority of personal training uh, kind of works anyway. And since I moved the business online in the first lockdown and built out the systems that I have and obviously improved them to where we are today, the results that I get now compared to when I was personal training are just completely unmatched. Like there is no comparison at all. In fact, I couldn't even really tell you any real results that I achieved when I was personal training. And I was PTing for uh, probably about three or four years, a long, long time, all the way back from when I was at David Lloyd. And I had some fantastic results. Mentally, people were feeling very good. People were feeling very uh, energetic, very driven. They liked the structure of training. They were feeling a lot more confident in the gym. So these were amazing kind of results per se. But when I'm talking about results now, I'm talking about actual proper physical transformations um, and people really actually changing massively uh, physically and mentally. And that was something that was not achieved uh, from the personal training side of things. Um, and since obviously building FitLab and kind of moving things online, that has improved drastically. Now, the reason why I think that is, is a few reasons, but I think the biggest kind of drawbacks when looking at personal training and kind of thinking that's going to be the go-to thing you gravitate towards if you're looking to get in shape this year is the support you get outside of the gym uh, is just not there for most personal trainers. And now there are some PTs and honestly, I'll give them credit, they, they will provide that support and potentially they will be able to help you enough with your nutrition and with your lifestyle to get you the result. But it is few and far between these days because PTs are very overstretched for time because they're constantly you know, training clients on the floor. They have to give them an hour uh, per that session. It's very long days. They don't necessarily have the time to have to go home and get on their laptop and start looking at some of the other things. So the support is just not really there for what people need from a personal training perspective. It's just not the level that people actually need now to be able to get that result. And that's why I think PT fuel, fuel short. I think if you are looking to genuinely transform your physique and get into world-class shape, the personal training model is flawed for that reason because it doesn't offer enough support outside of the gym for you to be able to do that. Now, when we're looking at online coaching, we really look at every single aspect, every single principle and thing that somebody actually needs. So we give them a training program so they know how to go into the gym and train maximally and really you know, make the most out of their time. We give them a nutrition plan that's fitted around their busy lifestyle with proper systems, proper understanding and education so they can do it. 
we think about their lifestyle, we think about the structure, we actually set them proper, tangible, measurable goals as well so that they see that what they're trying to achieve is actually there, it's written on paper, it's realistic, it's you know creating that deadline as well. It's just a lot more kind of streamlined when it comes to actually getting to that position. And I think with PT, the, the time it takes to actually do all that for online coaching, I don't think PT has got enough of that to be able to make it as effective is what the online coaching program can offer. Obviously, if you do jump with the right online, if you do jump on board with the right online coach, of course. However, there are a few things that PT, I think, is fantastic for. Now, you know, if you just want to be a bit more confident in the gym, you want to understand how to lift weights properly, safely, you want the push, the motivation, absolutely PT is fantastic. And, you know, I know a lot of people that will see their personal trainer once or twice a week, you know, they really look forward to it and they'll get very, very good sessions in there that will make them feel very good and kind of set them um, so that is what personal training is very good for, especially if you are maybe a little bit of a beginner um, and you just need that kind of push. Uh, essentially, that is something you're going to achieve. Having said that, we've had some clients on the program before, one really just springs to mind at the moment, um, who have been complete beginners before and actually never been in a gym in their life. Uh, they've still joined our online coaching program and they've absolutely transformed and they've not. it's not been an issue um, that they've essentially not been kind of you know instructed uh, on how to lift certain weights because we make sure that our online coaching has a lot of demonstrational videos. It kind of shows people exactly what they should be doing. People don't necessarily need their reps to be counted for them to be able to nail their training and do well with it. So even though I would say if you're a complete beginner, personal training is probably a good place to start. I would still not completely rule out online coaching, to be honest, because I still think there's so much that you can take from it. Um, again, kind of depending on obviously the right program. Um, I think one of the problems with personal training as well, just kind of going back to some of the negatives is I know that with personal training, it's very much about just kind of building that friendship. Um, and you kind of sometimes forget about why you're actually investing in that trainer for. You kind of just paying them and, you know, months and months and months are going by and the results and, you know, maybe the, your body's not changing as much as you would like. You know, 12 months down the line, you're still with that trainer because it's become more of a friendship um, rather than what that investment was actually meant to be. Whereas with online coaching and particularly our program, like we're here to get someone a result. If we can get someone a result and we can take someone through all of our four phases in six months and they're super happy and they get to where they want to be and they know how to maintain it, it's job done. If they want to stay on the program for accountability, to work towards another goal, maybe book a shoe, all that kind of stuff, amazing, incredible. And our retention at FitLab is very, very good. But at the same time, we're very direct with what we want to do. We want to get somebody in shape. We want to show them how to maintain it. And essentially, if they feel that they've got what they need afterwards, me, myself and Dan are more than happy to let them go. And I feel like with personal training, it's not that way inclined. It's very much about just, you know, oh, we'll work towards some weight loss. I oh, will start working towards some muscle building. And it's just this monthly kind of reoccurrence without kind of too much of a meaning towards it. So that's kind of what I would say. That is... a a transparent view on both of them. As I say, there are some positives there to PT. I think it's just good to give a bit of a balanced opinion and understanding so that people can kind of decide whatever they think is best for them. You know, if you're listening to this and you're new to the gym, you're very new to training and you, you kind of got a fitness goal and everything just seems a little bit new, then potentially personal training is a fantastic place to start and that's going to really provide you with what you need for those initial building blocks. However, if you are a little bit more experienced, you know, maybe you have been in, in and out of a gym over the last few years where you've done a lot of sport in the past, 
the online coaching potentially could work better for you. You're not restricted to going to the gym at certain times to meet the times of that personal trainer. Uh, and generally, it could just provide you with a few more kind of solutions and uh, coaching in general, which the PT model doesn't. So anyway, guys, that is all I've got for you today. So hopefully, just by listening to this podcast, uh, that gives you a little bit of an understanding of what essentially that you should be kind of looking for when it comes to uh, finding a fantastic coach. And as I say, this is not to kind of blow smoke towards FitLab and come and join our program. If you do want some more information about our program at FitLab, then please just drop me a DM. Again, absolutely no obligations for you to join. We'll just run through exactly how things work, see if you're a good fit, all that kind of stuff. Um, but at the same time, I just wanted to create this podcast so that people actually understand what it is they should be looking for. Because I know that there are so many coaches out there these days, and I can just see through the eyes of people, some of you listeners that are listening to this at the moment, and think, where the hell do I go? Who do I ask for for help? I don't even know where to start. Um, and you know, I'd hate the feeling of someone investing money into someone that's underqualified, poor coach, that essentially hasn't got what the, the attributes and the qualities to be able to actually get you that result that you are paying them to be able to do. So hopefully this podcast can kind of just open your eyes a little bit and give you a little bit of a perspective from where exactly you should be looking if you are looking to invest into your health and fitness. So I hope you found this useful and I hope you enjoyed it. If you did enjoy the episode, then please put it on your story, give me a tag, um, and also make sure you're subscribing for future episodes as well. Even drop me a five-star review if you're really enjoying the podcast. I can promise you now the episodes will be coming out every single week. Now I'm settled here in Dubai, finally. Um, and we've also got some very exciting guests that I'll be looking to get on over the coming months as well that, again, will be able to give you a very kind of fresh perspective on lots of different areas and just keep leveling up your knowledge as much as possible. So have an absolutely incredible week and I will catch you in the next episode.